0: The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started.
1: Roger. 34 come
0: Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Veg Girl podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement to express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, If you just want to vent. You can do that, too. Now, hold on. Wait a minute, civilians. We haven't got about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's episode, the Vanguards have a special guest, Coach Thomas T.D. Does It, as he talk about his life as a police officer and as an offensive line coach for the Chicago Police Enforcers, and much, much more. So ladies and fellas, too, without further ado, let's get busy. T.D., how's it going, man?
1: Good. Great to be here. Excited to be on the show and uh, looking forward to it. Let's have some fun.
0: Oh, yes, sir. And you know what? Man, we'd like to definitely, definitely applaud you for coming on the show and talking to us today.
1: Oh, great. I'm glad to be here. I'm a fan of this show. I've been listening to your uh, podcast for the last six months. You got It's great. So I, it's an honor to be on this show.
0: It's a special show. So Holiday and Miss Wadi are off today. That will be joining us uh, next show. So don't worry. Don't worry. We're in in a treat. We got TD. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, TD, you know what? On the show, we always talk about what's new on the beat. If you don't mind, I'll go first right quick. And then if you have a story that you want to tell us, some recent or some old or, you know, something that stands out, you know, feel free to to entertain us with that story man you know a lot of people listen to the show and they really love the what's new in the beat because it gives it gives something it gives a uh the people a sense of kind of what what we go through you know with these stories man and and td first of all uh you know what i want to say congratulations because you made you know your 18th year
1: remember it like yesterday sitting in the veneteria you're in your suit and you're all nervous and I can't believe how fast time has gone. Oh man, man,
0: TD, I, man, 18 years, both of us, it, it seemed like yesterday. It It seemed like yesterday. I mean, like you said, man, the first week we all nervous, don't know what to expect in our suits and we getting yelled at and doing push ups and running and, you know, and, and I bet you the, the, the instructors was just on the inside was just rolling.
1: You know. Oh, yeah, having fun with it. We actually got <laughs> it's what's kind of funny is we when we did our our first power test, I think it was day three, and the uh instructor giving it was now our superintendent, Larry Snelling, mm-hmm. and we were late. And he, I mean, he was yelling at us and they were going off for like what well, you know, all was like, what the hell? He had us in a lean and rest, and we ended up having to do a hundred push-ups and then and then go take the power test. So, I mean, if you weren't already uh, nervous or, you know, what the hell's going on, it's like, wow. So, that, that day, I'll never forget it. And he's just going off on us. And we never, you know, because we always seen him as a positive, upbeat guy. And, you know, it takes a lot to get him upset. And He was going off on us. And he definitely got our attention. And we got squared away real fast. Oh, man. I, I Yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember those days. I don't miss <laughs> it. TD, I don't miss it. <laughs> I don't not, at all. Man, not at all it was you're talking about military style i mean i mean good morning sir and man man you gotta walk a certain way and, and 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 man it's just so so uh so structured you know <laughs> oh yeah and, you
1: better be squared away exactly right. you better be on time have your you know looking good and you better oh, have man. uh two pens and you better have your your material for your class or you know, you got Jimmy. Better have your stuff, and you better be squared away, or you're you're going to be, uh, as they say from Full Metal Jack, you're going to be standing tall before the man.
0: Oh, you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding, man. But you know what, uh, TD? <laughs> not only we passed it, not only we got off probation. Hell, we damn near, we damn near ready to pull the plug, ain't we?
1: Yes, we are. I got about <laughs> thirty eight more months, and now you know, now me and you, you know, we're at work, and now we're starting to see a lot of the new uh you know kid, now we call you know kids they're but they're adults but they're they're starting the job now and they're just getting out of the academy and they're just going through their you know first weeks or months you know on the street so i remember those days so you know i never forgot where i came from so you know oh, no. they need help i'm glad to help them because I, I remember there was a lot of people that helped me along the way and then there was some that uh didn't help me but i you know i always want to be that one to. uh they need help you know i'm there to help them and uh Make them as welcome as possible.
0: Oh, man, you know what, TD, man, you said a mouthful right there because, you know, you see how the roles have changed. And and when we came in, we looking, you know, for help, looking around, standing in front of the computer or or the paperwork and just stand there, and just draw a blank. OK, what do we do in this <laughs> and that? I mean, now, now we're the ones, you know, the new officers come in. Yeah. How you do this and this and this, you know, and it's it's an honor. You know, it's an honor to show the new cats, like, what, how to, how to be the police. Exactly. A lot of things, a lot of things, day, yeah. a lot of oh, things have changed. A lot of things has changed. They're also showing us things, too, because they're getting all the new training. The oh, way yeah, how we do
1: show us, yeah.
0: Right. The way how we handle things, TD, man. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot of things obsolete, man.
1: But oh, yeah, there, there's some times, especially when, you know, I'm in a squad car and, you know, these computers and, you know, they're they're different from what we had. And they just, you know, these are newer from a couple of years ago. So you right. know, how do I use this? How do I, you know, and they, so that, they, yeah, the, that stuff, they're way ahead. And right. so they help us out. So, you know, we're helping each other out. Yeah, we're
0: helping each other, man. And then in some, you know, in a, in, a, in a lot of ways, we helped them because we we, when we came on TD, we were the hands-on aggressive police. You know, yes. no non- no nonsense you know, the no-nonsense police. You know, the department sits on a different, <laughs> you know, they, they teach a little a little different on being more understanding and have empathy and sympathy and, you know, all that stuff. So some of the the, the guys and girls that's coming on, you know, don't know how to quite, you know, how to bounce and how to, you know, when when it's time to put hands on somebody.
1: Oh, exactly. Or sometimes you got it way you talk to people sometimes. Sometimes they they, they don't want to be, you can be as polite as possible or understanding and and they don't want to hear it. And sometimes you got to stoop to their level to let them know that you're not playing around.
0: Right. You know, you got to learn how to, you know, turn it on and off. And then when you got to go on, it's showtime, (laughs) you know. So, exactly. But man, I say that to say, man, we teach each other, man. But it is an honor when, somebody a new person a young person come up to you and ask you hey how you do this or hey man i heard you was the police i heard you used to do this and then it, 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 it's a good feeling right td is oh, like oh, it is for sure yeah man, it's like yeah you know i used to do some things in my heyday you know? yeah. <laughs> but i tell a lot of cats i say hey listen i'm here if you need me man i i slowed down a lot i tell a lot of people man i'm like that fire extinguisher hanging on the wall breaking the case of emergency when emergency happens here i come I'm there. Oh,
1: I like that. Yeah. I'm going to steal that. that. Yeah. That's how I feel too. You know, if they, I'm there when you need me. And if you need it, you know, advice or on oh, you know, yeah. the streets, we got to, you know, go hands on, whatever it takes, you know, you know, there to help. And, you know, we, we got to help each other out Okay, oh, yeah. and, t- and teach the, uh, the new guys. Cause eventually they're, they're going to be the ones that they're going to be at 15, 20 yes, years. And they're going to be teaching. Yes, sir. The 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 cycle. And hopefully they do the same thing
0: right the cycle ke- continues it continues um so you know what let's go ahead and uh man you know what let me, let's let talk about that uh i'm gonna say it again all right so let me talk about so let me all right so let's talk about what's new on the beat and td i know you can join in on this one I'm about to say i was working i was working 99 uh i'm by myself for the people who don't uh talk pol- i went to family dollar i think it was yeah, yes, it was Family Dollar, and a week ago, a week prior to when I went in there, a person had ended up, you know, losing their life. It just passed away, oh, wow. natural, you know, natural causes. Um, but they but the the EMS guys was working on, and in, in the aisle, in the frozen food aisle, and the person, the people that were working there, one of them was crying. Oh, wow. and the sight of a td you know you know people don't give us credit you know it, it, i don't know if i'm saying that right but you know i feel that people don't give us the respect that the, the you know some people don't give us the respect of the job that we that we have because it's not pretty you know a lot no, of yeah, things they don't understand
1: that all the stuff we see some of the you know yeah the underbelly of society are just you know ugly things and then we we got to come in and uh Mm-hmm. We got to do our jobs. And yeah, you know, we have to deal it with it. Here's, here's somebody that died. And yeah. to us, and it, this is something we've seen before. And we, we, we just, we got to keep going and do our jobs.
0: And, you know, the EMS trying to work on, trying to resuscitate, got the, uh uh what you call it, the defibrillator. Hope I said it right. Um, you know, trying to shock them and CPR and, you know, they called it, they pronounced it. Okay. Oh, wow. So. I did my thing. I did the investigation, different investigation, all that. So I stopped in there a week later. And I talked to one of the workers that was there. So I asked. So I went in there and checked on him and said, yeah, how's everything going? And um, she asked me a question. And I had to really pause and, and think about it because she said she it bothered her when she got home. Of what she had seen and what she had went through with, you know, dealing with the person dying in the store and watching them reset, try to resuscitate and bring them back to life. And she said it really hit her. And she said she can't even walk down that aisle.
1: Oh, wow. But they, they, that is uh, that's totally understandable because, uh-huh. again, it's something you don't see every day. And there was this person, they were alive and doing their grocery shopping and now they they go yeah, down they and just, they, they die. Yeah, right.
0: Right in a second. So she asked me this question, TD. She said, "How do I do it?" She said, "How do you see the bad things, death, people getting hurt, you know, and how do I, how do I cope with it?" And I was like, "Wow,
1: that's a deep question."
0: I, I was it, TD. I was like, "Wow." I said, "Man, let me think about it." <laughs> I was like. I've been because CD. We've been doing it so long. It's it. it um, you know, it's kind of numbing, but it's not. You know, it's like okay. I can look at it. I can. I can and and then go afterwards and get something to eat. But it's still in my mind. I mean, everything I you know all the the cases of death investigations and people getting shot and stabbed and and raped and stuff. You know, it's still. Some things still sticks out and play in my mind and, and images burns, you know. Oh yeah. And I told her, I said, you know, I give first and foremost, I I told her I I give all credit to the man above. I I it's it's him that's allowed me to keep working, keep doing what I'm doing. I said, but I'm also I'm also very heavily in in the gym too. I said, maybe indirectly. That's my that's my, my outlet is the, is the gym. I know talking about it, you know, with family, my wife and, you know, and also other officers, you know, TD, you know how it is. And, 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 and I told her that. And then, and, and I said, listen, if that's something you need to talk to, it's nothing wrong of talking to somebody about it because it affected her too, where she can't walk down that aisle. And I told her, I said, listen, if you need me, we gonna walk down and out, you know, that out together. If you need me, yeah, you just just let me know. Um, but man, TD, man, uh, for you, how how would you cope with you know cope with things like that?
1: Well, I think you hit the nail right on the head. It, it's amazing. Uh, all the things that we do, you know, uh, definitely that gives us that that strength to do things that we normally wouldn't do. Like you know, sometimes we gotta go and uh, you know to a house, and there's a house full of people and you know, we got to, you know, sometimes talking in a crowd at, at at people or, uh, handling a situation. And, uh, I feel that, uh, you know, like you said, God gives us the strength and then we see these things and yeah, there's times that, uh, you know, you go home at, at night and, and it, you, you it bothers you and you got to have, you know, some type of outlet or you, uh, have somebody you could talk to, but yeah, that's just how I, you know, like for me, you know, it's, it's like a great distraction to, uh, when I, you know, is coaching or, you know, doing something else, you know, and just, uh, I like to, you know, I'm a big guy, you know, into walking and stuff. So something like that. And it just, you know, to clear your mind. And then I think also, you know, we also, uh, we, uh, you know, we joke around, you know, not about situations on the street, but we joke around with each other. And that kind of also keeps it distracted, you know, keeps us uh going because if we're all serious, we're, we're, uh, you know, we're we're all gonna have problems then. Mm-hmm. Just you know, you're gonna you know, just it's gonna be such a mental strain. But yeah, that's that's just what I you know, it, it is hard to uh handle these situations, and you just kind of uh and something I always do is you know somebody's di- you know I say a little prayer for that you know person and their family mm-hmm. you know to myself to 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 get through that you know the family to get through this tough situation, whatever the case may be, because I used to work in, uh, when I was in two on a B car, used to work a lot in the hospital. So you would see, you know, we had University of Chicago and Comer. So you've seen the worst of the worst, you know, with, uh, you know, children getting, you know, or teenagers getting raped or child abuse or people getting shot or people getting in accidents and all that stuff. So that, you know, it's just one of the things you have to have uh, outside distraction for sure. And, you know, you got to remember that this is just a job. And you can't let it become your life.
0: That's some food for thought, right there. It, I, I think a lot of cats, you know, getting this job and it's it's their life, and and I think that one of the reasons why we have such a high suicide rate in law enforcement is because they probably they take the job with them, you know.
1: And oh, absolutely, they uh, they don't know how to cope. they live with and it. breathe this life, yeah. You you know that's one of the things, and I, I you know I feel that you know, I'm gonna speak for you at least. That's how I see was. When we're we're in a locker room and we're we're done with this job, you know, for the day, we leave that the job at work and we walk right. out of that building or you'll walk to the weight room or whatever the case may be, and that day is done and it, you know you just leave it there and you you go on and you go home and you know you start your day, you know the rest of your day over, but you leave work at work and that's, that there's a lot of people that uh, and I think especially younger guys I know I was like that I was all excited I was you know when me and you were out there ripping and running and it was all you know gung ho you know we we like to talk about this job but you you get you'll you'll uh, burn yourself out and you know mentally destroy yourself if you know this job becomes your whole life and you worry about this and worry about that and you know you get a good case on somebody and it gets uh, thrown out or they get a light sentence and they're out i mean you just you just got to accept what things are and and that thing. Mm-hmm. you can't uh sit there and take it personal yeah it's 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 horrible what's going on but you you can't uh let that consume you because you're just going to become an angry miserable person like you said that's why i feel you know in law enforcement especially within our department that's why the the suicide rate is so high Mm -hmm. and it's just so much demanding and then you know with days off canceled you know you know how does the, the guy or you know an officer come home and tell their husband or wife or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be that, you know, those plans we had this weekend are off because we're canceled or, you know, I was supposed to be home and, you know, now, you know, our job's not always nine to five and I just, you know, I got a caper going right now. I'm not going to be home for, you know, at least three, four hours, Right. you know, not just mm-hmm. a rest or whatever the case may be. And, and now you got to uh be at work late and then, you know, then you got to go to court and sometimes you you, know, you don't get sleep either on top of that. But yeah, that's,
0: yeah, the job is demanding.
1: Very it's, demanding. got yeah.
0: Oh yeah. You know, and I'm glad we talking about this because for the officers who are listening and you don't even have to be totally officer to do this. If you have, a, if you're working in general and, and it's demanding and it's long hours and if it's good to you, you definitely Need the world in itself is going crazy. So, yeah, oh, dude, yeah.
1: And, you know, like I, I've always, you know, I tell people is, you know, at work, you know, whatever your job may be, that that is, whether you like it or not, that's your second family. And sometimes, right. you know, people need to vent. And I've had, you know, people I've worked with that have gone through some very rough things. And, you know, I tell them, you know, hey, we're in a car or whatever. You need somebody to talk to. I'm here. And sometimes people just need to vent. And talk about what's going on you know there's this, this terrible thing that happened to them and get oh, it off their chest and yeah. sometimes you got to talk for hours you know Dude, right you know will help but you know some people told me hey you know i go in and i'm just starting to get to the good stuff where i'm starting to unload and that my session is over so you know if mm. you're with a partner you can talk and you can just
0: oh you can you talk know, for hours
1: regurgitate all yeah. this nonsense you know. all this Stuff that you're going through, get all this filth out of your body and and you know off your mind and just just vent. I mean, it's very important. It's like a a pressure cooker. If you don't vent, you're eventually eventually oh. going to implode.
0: Yeah, you're gonna implode, man. And you might implode on some other people. I think, um, you know. Oh, it's very easy too. Yeah, it, it, you know what, uh, TD? That's also when we go on some of these jobs. Some of these people, that's that's what they just want to do
1: it's oh exactly there's like they
0: just want to they just want to talk to somebody they just want to be heard <laughs> you know exactly they just sit there we're like okay so what's going on and they and i let them talk i said hey hey i'm here for eight hours nine hours go ahead what you got and right, then at just, the end of the day i don't even have to say a word she's like you know thank you for thank you for just listening
1: oh yeah and, then, and it takes care of the problem sometimes exactly sometimes they don't need a a person arrested or a report, but yeah, they oh. just want to get this up. They're going through all this stuff. And then sometimes maybe it's just a a civil matter and we can at least advise right. them. But like you said, yeah, they, they get all this out of their system and they just feel so much better. Or sometimes, you know, I'm, you know, give them a, a report. And it's maybe a non-criminal report, right. but they're just so happy that they it's got active. something or right. they got somebody to talk to and 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 you, you know, gave them some advice, you know, the best you can. And they, they left, you know, they came in and, you know, in a, maybe not so much a bad mood, but were down or depressed mm-hmm. and they, they feel uplifted and they're, you know, they feel a lot better. They came in better than what they did, you know, after right. dealing with they're better off than what they were before. Right.
0: Oh, man, that's and that's and that's the that's one of the beauty parts about being on a job, knowing that you went in there. Just helping somebody out. Just helping somebody else, probably one of the most joyous part about. Being a police officer, you you go in there and you help somebody have a situation, and they don't know how to handle it, and we give them something to to help them, and they they'll thank you for it. And I mean, it's it's a good feeling. I, I you know, it's it's a great That's one feeling. of
1: the best feelings of the job. Now, yeah. Yeah, absolutely is is when you you do like you said, you do something for somebody and they thank you, and, and yeah, you feel you know everybody feels you feel good about yourself, and you know this is why we. We got on this job to help people and right. you can do that and, and uh, help them out and, you know, make them feel better. That absolutely.
0: You know, and believe it or not, for the people who are listening, even people who get locked, locked up, thank us.
1: Yes. People, <laughs> they, people don't believe
0: that. Yeah. They, they thank us, you know, they, they, you know, listen, when people, you know, I, I, I take a, you know, sometimes people, they just, Talk outside their ass sometimes, and emotions mm-hmm. led, and and they say, "Man, all you got, you know, you just, you know, all you guys just lock people up." no, nah, no, nah, nah. Here's the thing is, you get yourself locked up. Right? I can't, I can't put some on you in this, and this, you know, even though stuff happened, stuff happened to you in the past. If I can get, mm-hmm. if I can get real with people, yeah, there you had some asshole cops who 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 have done things who discredit the badge and in themselves, and their oath. Uh, oh, oh yeah!
1: You can find any profession; you're right. always going to find somebody that takes yeah. advantage of the situation and, yeah. and is 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 corrupted. And absolutely. So we get police that do it, and then they make us all look bad. Absolutely. Right.
0: But you know, for for the most part, ninety nine point nine percent officers, don't, you know, going out there, they they arrest people who do do th- have done things, or you know, and or had things, and they get you know arrested. Okay. With that being said we do our thing. We talk to them. We, you know, give them a phone call. They can take in and have a meal, uh, a sandwich. They can use the washroom. We can make them comfortable. We can take the cuffs off. <laughs> they can lay down. They can turn the lights off, man. It's real cozy. You know what I'm saying? TD? Yeah, we, yeah. we take care of them. Yeah. Then, you know, we'll let them know what's going on. Hey, you know what? Do this report. You got to take your fingerprints. You're going to get your photo. You're going to sit and wait till your prints curl it, and you're gone. It all depends on what type of charge. Or right. if it's if you had to go to the uh if you had to go to the county, well, here's what's going to happen. You know, we're gonna do, we're gonna take care of you. We're gonna get your fingerprints, your photo. You're gonna stay. You're gonna the bus gonna pick you up at six in the morning. Take you to court. You're Gonna have court, and then you know we go from there. You know, and at the end of the day, they you know a lot of them thank you. Well, thank, you know, thanks, officer. And then and then you give them a little, you know, like for me, TD, I kind of give them a little bit, like, hey, listen, this isn't the uh, I said, you know, I don't want to see you no more. I mean, you just had a bad day. You just had a bad day, and we want to see you know. We want to see you back here. You don't, you don't, you don't need to be back here. You don't deserve it, okay? You know, you try to give them something, so right. You know, they, 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 they leave out of there I'm like you know what? I gotta get my stuff in order. You know, I gotta you know go back to school or get a job or you know make amends and you know you know leave uh you know lead a different life here because the rate I'm going, it's, I'm just be back here. So.
1: you and know, and, that, that was the last thing they needed to hear And you know what, I'm going to do better and, and not get locked up anymore. Right. And, and you yeah. know, you and I worked in old school stations, So, and you know, some people don't believe this, you know, you'll lock somebody up. And I mean, it, it's intense. You know, if you could take the cuffs off and you could go in an alley and, and box it out. And Hey, if you win, you go, or, If I win, you're you're, you know you're you're coming, and or you could just you want to beat the hell out of each other, Uh and you take them in, you got to hook them, you know, you got to cuff them to a bench, you got to search them, and then you walk them to lockup. But you got to do the processing, and there's times by the time you've done searching them, they're like, hey, you know what, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take it up that level. And by the time you're walking them to lockup, you're joking and laughing with each other, like you're your friends and it's like you're, right. you just you don't make it personal and sometimes no. you know they, they just were like you said they're having a bad day or they were upset that they uh-huh. got caught or whatever the case and and then you know they're they're starting on you and then you you're you take it up a notch or two you know verbally and then you know boom they settle right. down and they're like hey i'm sorry and and, and you know like i said you're, you're joking and laughing and then right. there was another time i remember we, we we got a guy he had a warrant we stopped him i forgot what he did but he had a warrant and he you know very cooperative and he said do you have a candy bar he goes I, I got, i'm diabetic. i diabetic you want me to call you an ambulance he goes no i got him a, you know i gave him a a candy he goes i just sometimes i just need something so i got him a candy bar and he had that and he felt like well you need that he goes no i feel good now and when we walked him the back he put his hand out and he thanked me and my partner he goes thank you for treating me like a human being that uh-huh. time he was like oh and i said because he probably been you know I had situations where maybe people just you know people on the street too you know didn't treat them nicely, you know as far right. as friends and that, so you know I was like, oh, absolutely, and I said, thank you, you know for being you know so cooperative you know you right. like okay hey, i I you know I didn't go to court, that's my fault, and I have this warrant and you know mm. you know things like that, yeah, and
0: man, dude, it's just as simple as a as a candy bar, simple yeah. a simple phone call or so. i mean you know. Uh, those are the things right there. I mean, what w- we talked about earlier on the show there, TD, about the younger officers. They see what we do, how we treat somebody getting locked up. And if they ask for something and see how they'll be compliant if they get that phone call or instead of waiting till they get in the back, you can give them a sandwich now because they're hungry. They haven't ate. Or, you know. Or if they want, they have something, an item. And it was like, if it's okay, if the, somebody could come pick it up or if they oh, want yeah, extra, you do those they want extra phone calls, those little things right there goes a long way, you know? And that's one thing like the academy that don't teach. That's just like work experience. Teach that. That's like oh, life, yeah, just, life yeah. experience, you know? So
1: man, yeah, I had one where I was by myself. I had two guys and, you know, I, I was, you know, my partner wasn't coming in for, I think he had two on the front. So I, I took, I says, Hey, you guys going to be gentlemen. I'll keep, put you guys, you know, and they were, you know, juvies. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Put you in a cell together. They, you know, they had some food with them. I said, you know, as long as you, you know, are cooperative and they couldn't have been more cooperative, you know, I got, you know, it was a smooth and they, you know, they thanked me. And when the parents came to pick me up, they, you know, they, they thanked me for the, you know, the way I treated their sons. And, you know, and it was just, it made, made life much easier instead of, you know, yelling and screaming. uh, just, you know, being a hard ass with them and, you know, it's, it's a two way street because I'm, right. I'm by myself and mm-hmm. I got to get information from them. I got to make calls and I got to do this and do that. And, you know, if they're making demands and all that, and I just told me hey, as soon as I get a second, yeah, yeah you want to make a phone call? Go ahead and just you know do those type of things. And it makes it makes life easier.
0: Oh, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the whole, that's the whole life. that's and TD. That's the whole goal. <laughs> Work smarter. Right exactly that's the whole goal work smarter man it's not harder man hey man man let's move on with the show there td man normally we have something um it's like follow-ups and notifications man but you know it's a special show td man we get we got you coach on the air man. <laughs> man which is cool man so we're gonna you know switch things up but listen man i want to talk about uh jesse aka juicy smollett for a second sure you know I'm saying you heard, you know I know we heard that the that the uh, appeal court that up uphold upheld his disorderly conduct conviction. Uh, you know he was he he was accused of staging that that uh, homophobic uh, attack against himself. Back in oh yeah, and,
1: and, and on a very cold day, that two guys were <laughs> mega hats just happened to come up and and all that stuff and dump bleach on them. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a bad story from the beginning.
0: Hey TD, let me ask you something, man. We heard that story. What 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 went through your mind?
1: I was like, you know, just the fact that it was the temperature was so cold out there. I, I was like, this this is this, this, this. I can't believe that this guy's lying like this, and he was on a hit TV show, and and that was the end of the show too. He, you know, a lot of people don't talk oh, about yeah. it. But that show yeah. got canceled shortly thereafter. I don't know if that was a, in the works or just all the negative publicity from him. You know, ruined. I'm trying to think of the name of this show, and he he ruined it. Yeah, Empire. Empire, yes. Yeah, Empire, yeah. Filmed right here in Chicago, yeah. and uh, yeah, he I, ruined it. And I
0: don't know uh, what's going yeah. through his head. He, 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 you know, I I don't know why would you stage a and and stage something like that but you know the the i think the the worst part of it all he was going on different shows people were interviewing him knowing that this was all a lie and just played the victim and exactly and my
1: manuel was the mayor and uh uh, already chicago was starting to get a bad reputation at this time and so and then chicago police we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. Because if we don't invest, oh, you don't care because I'm I'm uh, I'm gay, I'm black. You don't give a damn. Well, mm-hmm. Chicago went and took the ball and went the whole nine yards, and then they thought, oh, you you guys are just trying to prove, you know, now you're going after this guy. You 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 uh you knew he was lying and all this, and, and, and you went after him because he was an a you know famous actor, and that's why you guys did all this, but. We just did our due diligence and found out that this this story fell apart, you know, from yeah. Yeah. within the first twenty minutes. Yeah. So yeah, it was something that had to be done because if, if Chicago didn't do anything, see this, they they don't care, and this is why the right. cities like that. And you know, we already got a bad reputation, and now here we have a, you know, a Hollywood actor saying this, and so yeah, you know, his story fell apart, and that, you know, this was a lie, and and of course, uh, Dave Chappelle did a. Joke on that. And he's like, yeah, you know, some cops coming, in cold, and it's wearing mega hats. And it's like ten below. You. Yeah, I don't think
0: so. <laughs> oh man, you know Dave he was a fool on that one, man. That was funny, man. <laughs> he was like, he said, he said, what if he was a veteran officer taking this story? <laughs> and I'm sitting, TD and TD and myself, veteran officers. Just think if we sit up here just taking down this dude's story, and I'm like. What you know, you went two o'clock in the morning to Subway, and two guys in mega hats <laughs> say, Hey, here's that faggot, you know, you know, oh, yeah, my, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this effort, N word from uh Empire, or something like that, and they throw a rope on you and throw bleach. That's that's extreme, man. That's oh,
1: a- yeah, but, yeah, it, 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 at that time, that temperature, man, these guys. It, so, he what he's saying is, these guys had to be stalking him for for days on end and they wait for the <laughs> coldest day and they're, they're going to do this to him.
0: Oh man. Well,
1: and not knowing that, you know, there's there's surveillance cameras, you know, all over the in security cameras all over the place.
0: Right. That's that's crazy. That's a hell of a story. Well, I mean, he got convicted in 2021. He got convicted and he only spent 6 days in jail, you know, while he he he's waiting on the appeal. So, they upheld it and he have to return now. He have to finish 150 days. you know what he should just, he should just stayed in prison he would have been done he would have been done with it
1: oh exactly it would have been would all been over there. and done yeah. with and the thing is if that was you or i or just a normal you know citizen that did this they would have gone to to jail and they, there wouldn't have been there when they wouldn't have given an appeal or yeah you can right. appeal but you're gonna sit in, in jail till uh we get to the bottom of this and and he would have they had it with. Do the time, and he he feels that because he's got the status, he doesn't have to do the time. And he had, you know, like they had to bring yeah. in a outside attorney, and all these things going all on. Right? It was a, it was a crap show.
0: It was a crap show. You know, your girl TD, your girl Kim Fox had to recuse herself. <laughs> <laughs> she had to recuse herself because she's she's close with the family. Well, she's close right. with the uh, with the Obamas, who which you know you know you know this they they were in a circle, so. She had to step down because of you know, uh, you know she knew the cat, and it, it, he should have, you know, he should have did td he should have just did a donation, didn't you know, just went away quietly, but did a donation to something and and kept quiet and and it would have fade away, but he kept it up by going on TV talking about he's a victim and this and that, knowing damn well this dude then then came up with this damn story <laughs> like.
1: Oh yeah. Cause people would have f- totally forgot about that. You, right. you know, what would happen, you know, something that people got to know and they demand it, it like you said, this would have just went through the, the cracks of the uh, justice system or, or, you know, he might've had to do his time, but you, you know, he wouldn't have gotten all this attention. And uh, just like the shooting at Comiskey park, we don't hear oh, anything right. about that anymore. That, you know, that disappeared. So yeah, you know, that, the same right. thing, they probably would have just gave him a, uh, Community service, or right. Uh, right. you know, you're going to do a year of. Uh, uh, now I'm drawing a blank. Where don't get in trouble for the next year, and we'll throw this out. Otherwise, right, you're going to do your time. But yeah, he uh, kept going and he, he made a big been... deal out of a lie, and now he's got you know he's got to do right. the time.
0: Now you do the time. I mean, that's where you go. I'm man. sure he's going
1: to have to pay for all those court costs because that that was right. expensive. That the taxpayers had you know like we said we had a call. I think it was Dan Webb had to come in. And he, you know, he had to do a thorough investigation. And this was a huge
0: yeah, I think investigation it was
1: like a, that he had go through. And it was months I, and I all think, that. So, yeah.
0: I think it totaled over a hundred and some thousand dollars worth of overtime. Just to, wow. you know, that's what I'm saying. He should just cut a check. You know, hey, my bad. I was on some dope or something. And I was just tripping. I don't, you know, I don't know. It's
1: Hollywood. Uh, yeah, something. He could have came <laughs> up with something and people would have probably, hey, this guy, give him a break. And, uh, do his time and he probably could have still had a career now who knows if right. he's going to have a career
0: yeah i mean you know what I, he'll be you know what he'll be fine you know once this thing blow over he do his time get out i mean you know how we are td you know we everybody have done something you know oh, yeah. we, we all we all are not you know perfect yeah nobody forget anything you know he he did he messed up he d- did something and, and you know let some time go back he'll Somebody you know, a director or somebody will pick him up in the show and act like you know it happened. But, you know, we will always remember. Right. (laughs) It might be a few
1: years it might be a few years, but yeah, like you said, somebody you know, somebody'll put him in a a movie or a show and he'll slowly get back in, but I don't see him you know, any, anywhere in the near future, getting any roles, but maybe right. a few years down the road, yeah, he'll get he'll get uh, his yeah. opportunity he to just, get back into the business.
0: Yeah, just to blow it over, man. But you know what, TD man, real quick, man, real quick. I read that, uh, you know, the city council committee thinking about uh raising the age limit for retirements, uh, the retirement age for police officers and firefighters. This- 65 uh, yeah i 65 you heard about that
1: yes so, enough, so instead of a mandatory retirement at 63 you, could go you can go 65. to 65 as you and i know this this is a young man's game and you know same thing with the fire department you know and again mm. you, there's different spots on both jobs where you can uh you know not have to be out on the streets and, and do it but uh yeah there again that's where this job becomes your life and, you know, that's the goal is, you know, then that's one of the things they've always preached is about making retirement. You know, why would you want to stay that long? I get, you know, like we worked with some guys that came on late and they weren't able to uh, get a full 20.
0: Right. Right.
1: So, um, you know, not now that was before now, at least the age is 40, you know, that's the latest you can be. So you could still get your 20 some years, but before there was no, Age limit in the academy, and you know, so I, you know, I worked with a couple guys. They only, I think, they got like about thirteen, and one got about eighteen years, and that that was all they got. They didn't get to the full twenty. So, yeah, I don't know, but you you want to get to retirement, enjoy your retirement. You don't need to, uh, you know. If people want to work, God bless them, but you know,
0: yeah, sixty five. I, I want
1: to hit retirement and enjoy it.
0: Hey, hey, sixty five. Hey, a T D man, if. If the president, if president Biden can be the president at 80 years old, why can't, why can't police officers work until 65 TD? What's the, what's the difference, man? The- yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he's got a lot of people doing things, and holding yeah, him up. No, and sometime, I don't know if he is. The, the he's definitely just a figurehead.
0: Yeah. I'm just messing. I'm just joking. Yeah. yeah. No, but you know what, what all the man, man, Nick, uh, Sposado, man, he, uh, former Fighter fire who were, who represented the 30th ward was like, Hey, listen, we need the, this is a young man's game. Like you said, TD, we should think about changing it down to 60 forced retirement at 60.
1: I agree. Yeah. yeah. And then you do see, and then you see, sometimes you go and yeah, I'm not trying to talk bad, but you see some people that are, uh, Working in in uh I'm not gonna name names, but in various units where they're there, you see them and you know, I see them sometimes, you know, they come to our lockup. And it's like, wow, you know, what what if you got to uh you know get into you know into a physical altercation with somebody? Oh, you know, yeah. usually don't happen in these places, but if you got to do that or just the fact that you're getting older, your body starts Oh, going man. through yeah. and, and yeah. that's the other thing. You would think the department wants to get us out of there younger because as you're getting older, now uh, body starts breaking down. Now they're hitting a the medical; they have a heart attack, or you know, God forbid, any other diseases. Right, and uh, now the, the city is paying for this, you know, paying their medical, and you know, get get them out, and you know, get them retired.
0: No, I feel you, man. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm in, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of it sixty three I think I think you should leave it at this, or here's the thing if you want to go to sixty five but they can't be on the streets,
1: yeah that oh for sure yeah That's a thing. Be on the streets or, and even yeah, like I said, even if you're out there in a, a what what you deem is a safe spot there's always something that can happen, yeah, anyway.
0: yeah I mean it I think if you, and then a lot of us join in our 20s, I mean, 20, 30, 40, 50, 50 60. I mean, those 30s, didn't, 30 plus and 40 years on the job, that's 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 enough. It's time to go in and enjoy life. You oh, know, yeah.
1: It's time to join. Well, but when me and you got on the job, you know, again, we were kids, you know, I was, but, you know, talking in terms of on the job. Right. If you had five, 10, even 15 years, you were still a kid on a job. It was nothing to see somebody with right 25, 30 years. I remember a guy made 20 years and and he wasn't even close to uh was top age. seniority on midnights.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Terry Howard
1: made 20 in, in on midnights, and there had to be five or six people at least ahead of him in seniority. And anywhere else that you know, you'd be probably, you know, top top two or three Man, on, on midnights.
0: Yeah. It's a young man's game now, TD. Right, it's, it's you, a young man, guy, young female.
1: Younger, yeah, it's at, young, at, at young, young
0: person. Yeah, a young person profession. Um,
1: when we got on. You would see guys with you know a star, which meant twenty years, and they'd have a couple bars over there. Yeah. You know, five years of bar. So,
0: yeah, that's thirty years. 30 year Twenty-five 30 guys in
1: the streets, and it's like, wow, I got. I don't even have thirty uh, days on this job, you know, on the street yet, or thirty months, and it's like, wow. And then, and then it just all of a sudden, it, it was like in a five ten year span, this department got much younger. And you yeah. 10 years now, you're kind of a man, a, know, lot. a veteran. You're a crafty veteran now. Now I'm, we're kind of the graybeards.
0: Man, now you know you're a, you're a field training officer with four years on. Oh yeah. I mean, it goes to show you how young the department is. I, I mean, uh, a lot of older castings. Yeah, people. Are, Nowadays, people are not staying 30, 30 years on. A lot of them, a lot of them try to hit that twenty-year mark, twenty-five-year mark, in age fifty-five. If, right,
1: that's what I'm aiming for. Is you know, fifty-five, right. and I'll be at my you know twenty-second year, and you know, I'm out. I got right. That's that's how you know I look at it. And you know, you were also seeing people they got. Uh, five ten years on a job and they're just like you know what i'm leaving i'm going into right. the uh, private industry with people leaving our department to go to another department and then Man. the, how many of them come back because they right. realize it, it's uh you know you, you you're you're in a small department and you're you're like a uh
0: you stand out in more
1: and there's always eyes yeah. on you.
0: right you stand out more in a smaller department oh right chicago with. With 11,000, whatever, uh, and the city is so big, yeah, you can you can skate through. Somewhat, it all depends yeah. on what you do. You know, you can skate through. But man, I
1: mean, some of these departments, yeah, they're just so. I mean, mine, you know, you got in a car accident, uh, you came in late, you know, it, 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 they're they're writing you up, and hey, you know you what, know, we're gonna fire you. You know, right. it's, you, hey, you messed up this report. You did this, and and if you got a. a a boss that uh doesn't like you or you you're you're done. Like when we got on, there was twenty five districts, three watches. So they always said there's seventy-five flavors, and that's not even mentioning the mm-hmm. the various units. Now there's right. twenty two. So we still you still have sixty-six flavors where you can go through and right. Hey, this isn't working out for me here. You know, I'm I'm out of favor over here, but I can go somewhere else and boom, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. You can
0: move right. You yeah. can move around now. Man. T D man, this is hey, this is good, man. T D man, but now let's get yeah, to the, fun, Jules, yeah. man. Let's get to the let's get to the main part, the investigative <laughs> part. Let's get to let's get to you, Coach Deltick. Let's get to you. <laughs> hey man. Man, first and foremost, man, again, man, appreciate you coming on, man. But you know, we'd like to ask our guests, what was it? What is it that made you want to become the man? Become well, first of all,
1: it's my pleasure to like I said to be on this show. And to, uh, to getting on his job, it was something I wanted to do as a a kid. You know, I watched a lot of these cop shows and I looked at the police and it was something I wanted to do. And I just kind of, uh, lost that, uh, desire at some point. And I, I got on and I went back to school when I was 30 and, you know, went full time and got my associate's degree and I saw Chicago was hiring and that they were, uh, not getting the numbers even back then like they wanted. So I applied here and it was just, you know, I like to, the fact that you can, uh, you know, you can go out there as we talked and help people. You get, it's, uh, there's a lot of excitement on this job, you know, not as much as, you know, I thought it would be, you know, every day, but I thought every day would be different. But a lot of times every day is the same. I mean, you have little different things here and there, but mostly it's the same stuff, but it, you know, just the fact that you can go out there, and uh, you can help people and uh, those that, you know, that can't protect themselves that you get, you get that opportunity to help them and people that are having problems. You, you get to uh, help them through these problems. And, you know, and that, that's why, it, you know, I really feel it's a calling.
0: Oh, amen, brother. TD. Yes. Now nah, d- d- the enforce, the enforcers. Yes, sir. The enforcers. Now, let me ask you something. You have the, the offensive line coach. Yes. How do we get? How do we get to the offensive line coach? Now, did you play when you was in college in school? You know, did you play for enforcers? Did, you know, how how did we get here? What was, what was your journey, man?
1: Like, so I played just a little bit in high school, and then I uh, had an opportunity to coach a guy by the name of Jason Johnson gave me an opportunity. So I coached in uh, in Gary, Indiana, at uh, Edison Middle School for two seasons, and then Lou Wallace High School, which. Uh, for a year. And then I got on his job and thought I would never have an opportunity to, uh, coach football, let alone play it. And I found out about the enforcers and, uh, I got on a team. I played, you know, I was way past, I was probably at this time, uh, like 36, So I was 37. And, uh, so I was, I was just a, you know, you know, piece of meat out there. I knew I wasn't going to start. It wasn't, you know, I just enjoyed being a part of the team and, uh, was starting injured reserve two years in a row it tore up my knee one year and then my wrist mm. the next and wow. uh i just hung around and uh uh helped uh coach ryan ladd who i, I don't know if you remember he was in our unit uh okay. he played and then he started coaching so you know he said hey come along with me and i you know i learned a lot from him and watching it. and then kevin Balger, you know You know, rest in peace. He was, you know, the offensive line coach for years for many parts throughout the city. And he was, you know, the first offensive line coach with the uh, enforcers. And he was there for many years. And then he had some health issues, but I learned a lot from him. And then Tom O'Connor came as the offensive line coach and I was an assistant. And Greg Zaragoza, who was the head coach, you know, he was the guy that gave me an opportunity. So I just kind of hung out and just, you know, whatever they needed to be like. Uh, you know what they call a college like a grad assistant helped out whatever they needed me to do. But I okay. specifically okay. had my eyes on the old line. And okay. uh Greg gave me the a shot and he goes, I'm gonna have you be the tight end coach. So it's uh you know, I took it uh you know I was glad I was so happy to get that spot and I worked hard at it and you know he has seen it and he appreciated the work I put in. And also being with tight ends, you work with the offensive line. So then you know the opportunity came and uh I'm the you know, offensive line coach, so uh, when Greg retired from coaching, John Curry took over, and that was a guy I had coached for a brief time. He 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 had played before I got there, and then he he stopped playing, and he played, I think, uh, a season or two. I was his coach, and then he took over as a head coach. He kept me on his staff, and then this guy Brian Fenley came on, and I was his coach. He was one of my offensive line linemen. And then John Curry stepped down as coach, and he's back as one of my players on the offensive line. And Brian Fenley, who's the uh, deputy chief of Morton Grove, he's now the head coach of the Enforcers. He kept me on staff, so you know it, it's kind of uh, I like you know it's kind of a cool story how you know I coached both of these guys, and now you know I'm there. You know I work for them now. You know on the, on the staff. And uh, Jim Lozanski was one of a guy I came on with that I played, and then he was, you know, when I coached the O-line, he was one of my players, you know, center and did a great job. He got hurt in 2022, 20, so he came on, and now he and I coached the offensive line together, and, you know, we're looking forward to this uh, 2024 season. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, just one thing I always want to say, like Greg Zergos always said to a lot of us is, you know, he's always said you're, you're, there's that time you took off your equipment and you thought that would be the last time, you know. This, you know, whether it was, you know, high school or college, or maybe you never played. And now here comes the enforcers, and now you have that opportunity to uh, play again. So yeah, it's it, you know, and we're a charitable organization. Okay. And donate to uh, many organizations, and um, you know that, that that's a big part. We have to fundraise to not only keep the. Uh, cost to running a team, but also to donate to various charities charities.
0: Oh wow, man. That's excellent. That's excellent. <laughs> Always giving. Always giving. And 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 your journey to your coaching is, is 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 you know remarkable and it's an amazing story, man, because it gets you you you're still you still coach you're still in the game. You love football and you teaching right. you teaching other cats offensive line the stands or the tight ends or you know the plays and and tactics and you know how to protect the quarterback and how to create those pockets so the 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 the, 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 the running back can get through And you know that's you know and i know that's uh refreshing and, and fulfilling for you you know and you have and you're having fun which is which is always good when you when you doing things, man. You, oh yeah, it, 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 what it is. It
1: is. it's it's just fun, and you know a lot of these guys, you know, you know, they know what they're doing. So it's just you mm-hmm. know, t- you know, putting a starting lineup together, and and just you know, cleaning up some things here and there. And some guys have okay. never played, and you know, you you uh, help them through, and just you know, being fundamentally sound and all that. And yeah, it, it is fun. And one of the things about the team is too, you get to meet different people that you would never meet because, you know, here I am, I've always been on a South side and now you get to meet someone that was, you know, worked the West side or the North side and you get to meet these people and it's, you know, you know, great camaraderie. And it's a, uh, you know, it, it it definitely becomes, you know, it's a family and, you know, it's, it, you know, I'm very proud to have been with this team for, um, I think I came on in 2009. So, this is going to be my 15th year associated with this team, 14, 15 years, something like that. Nice. So, you know, as a player, obviously I, you know, I never, you know, was always hurt, you know, but I, I, you know, I enjoyed that. It was just nice to still get in there and, you know, get, you know, hitting and stuff. And uh, now you're coaching and, you know, just to be a part of this organization. And then, you know, the, the travel you get to go to different places and do different things that you know you'd never be able to do like uh we went to um you know boston ha- has fundraisers and they've had teams and they're you know the city of boston boston pd is kicking the tires and trying to get a team because we play in the national public safety football league which is all full-time first responders and so uh we went out there in boston uh took us out on the harbor, you know, the Boston, you know, their Marine unit took us out. We got to go out on a boat. We've played uh, NYPD a couple of times and they took okay. us to ground zero.
0: Short, oh, I that's, think what's we there in, that's what's up.
1: Uh, that's what's up. four And then they took us to, and then we went back there a few years later and we went to the, you know, the freedom tower it still wasn't even open mm. yet. They got okay. access and they, they took us up there. And again, they took us out on their boat and we were with the commissioner at the time. He, he came on with us. And we went to, uh, you know, again, we got to go past the Statue of Liberty and see, you know, the skyline, and then we, they took us to, and it's something that I recommend everybody do, is go mm. to the 9-11 Memorial Museum. I mean, it's very sombering and just humbling, and, and it's, uh, you know, just to remember that this country was attacked and the, the atrocities that happened, and that we as a country came to life and you know, it's like we came out. You you woke up a sleeping giant, and I'm like we we are not to be messed with. And we're we're Americans, and we're proud of, you know, being an American, and and all this patriotism. And it's, sadly, it's kind of uh, gone away. But mm, yeah, you got to do a lot I of these said. things. I've been to New York, uh, L.A., San Diego, Austin, Texas, Cleveland, Cincinnati, or not Cle- uh, Cincinnati, but Columbus. Okay, uh, Orlando, Florida. We're going out this year to Roanoke, Virginia. Been to Charlotte, so a lot at Nashville. We played a game that's out good. last year, so it's that's it's good. It's exciting, yeah,
0: yeah. You guys get to travel in different apartments and they, different scenery and silent. They they take you, they take you out in their house in their town and treat you, treat you like a star after you have not whip their ass on the field. They come out and 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 <laughs> you know and 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 um, you know, show great hospitality to you guys and. And 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 that's awesome, man. That's awesome. You know, we even though it's a game and you play to win the game, but you know, after after the you're off the field and, and you know, we all come together as one law enforcement aid, uh agency, uh and and hang around with each other and talk and talk and meet different people in different places and different foods and cultures. And man, that's uh that's amazing. I uh, one of the questions I had was and you just pretty much just answered answered it. I was, I was like, is is being a part of the Chicago Enforcers, the football team, is it a morale builder for the for the for the for the men and women in the in the department?
1: I believe so. Yeah. Anybody that you know comes out to the game, they have a great time. You know, that's another thing. You know, hopefully, you know, this year now we have three home games or two home games. We play okay. CFD. They're going to be the home team, but it's still here in Chicago. You know, they're they're the host so you know there's three opportunities anybody that comes to the game they always tell you what a you know great time they have and how much fun i remember the first year we played uh you know the, the fire department the chicago fire department we were at brother Rice, and we we had to have at least i might be on the low end 5000 people there and i mean everybody had a great time it was a and we, you know we won the game and that made it even better but it was just to have that many people and you know all those people you know that all that money went to you know, charities for both sides, and uh, um, it, it was a you know more of a heated rivalry back then, and we, it, it, things have changed, and we you know still a rivalry, but it's not you know. I think we get along better with them, but you know, like we play these different departments and or agencies, and you know that's one of the things you know part of the rules of the league is you know after the game we always come together and somebody will say a prayer, and we pray together, and then we you know we start talking and then the home team will host a, uh, after party, It'll be at a, uh, you know, a restaurant or a bar. And then, and then you get to meet the, you know, different like you said, different people from, you know, whether they're a, uh, fireman or a police officer with mm-hmm. different agency or a correctional officer, uh, San Diego has, you know, if you're full because there's, you know, it's also a military town. If you're a full-time MP, you could be on that. So, you know, you get to, uh, see a lot of different you get to travel and you know things that I never would have an opportunity to do. I've seen, you know, different cities and uh you know you get to like you said, meet people from different agencies and uh, you know, the you know, that's what it's about is the camaraderie. And for us, you know, whether we're a player or a coach or involved in the team in some way, it's just a great, you know, morale booster and it's a great distraction, you know, from all that's mm-hmm. going on. I mean yes, twenty twenty that was probably one of the best offensive lines I had. And I remember uh, we had we had a really good practice, really kind of heated, intense practice. And uh, this thing was going around this this COVID. And the league, you know, it's, still, it's only going to be, you know, a couple weeks, that's it, and everything's going to be fine. the league said, hey, we're not stopping anything. We're going. And I remember, you know, now in the, a member of the 8th District, Keith Crott and I, when he was one of my linemen, he's, you know, great lineman great guy we went up and at, at the max where we practiced and we got something to eat and we're talking and we're like we're really excited about this season and we left little did we know that that would be the last time for 2020 and that was like uh I think we were off that next week it was a snowstorm and then the league stepped in and it's like we're shutting down the league this year right, because right. Uh, because of covid, COVID. so 2021, we couldn't wait to get there and uh, you know get that season started because 2020 was just a you know a, just one big shit show. I mean you know we have COVID, we get out of that, things are starting to open up, and now we have the riots, and now we're starting to get out of that, and then we have another round of riots. Man, yeah. And then, So to have you know get the season back, it, it was just it was great, and uh, we played FDNY that year. It was the first time we played them. And, you know, that's another thing I'm very proud to be a part of this organization. We wore red T-shirts with uh, uh, the front. We had our logo on I believe the Chicago police. And on the back we had FDNY. And then it, you know, we said, you know, FD, we stand with you, Chicago police. We stand with FDNY in honor of what happened to them in 9-11 because right. that team had a, they lost a lot of players, you know, fellow firefighters that were killed and. Mm. 11. right so we gave them a nice plaque with a gold-plated axe and then we had all the coaches and players that tread you know engraved on that that tragically lost their life on 9-11 and you know they were uh very touched and you know they're a you know class organization and we played at uh, DePaul the former Gordon Tech you know it's a new field and we had a cookout after so you know that was like i probably say one of the best you know the camaraderie, and we we won twenty eight to seven.
0: There you go. That's what I want yeah. to hear. That's what yeah, I want to hear. That TD. That That's what I want to hear.
1: We okay. We went undefeated that year. Unfortunately, the California teams decided not to play that year because of that COVID overhang over uh, hangover. So they didn't okay. play. So there was no national champion. But you know, we beat the team that beat the team. So uh you know, if there was a, they had to declare a national champion. You know, I, I feel it was us, and uh, oh, yeah, we broke out after it, and it was. It was great. It was a nice night, and we, you know, we got to talk and again talk with these guys and the camaraderie, and they they really appreciated the the uh, our hospitality and the uh, gesture of the t shirts and the, and the plaque. And so it, it was it, it was it was nice, man.
0: That's what's up, man. That's what's good, man. So let me ask you because you told me they, they, you know, you guys were the champ that year. How many championships does the the uh, police, the Chicago police enforcers have?
1: Well, we have a division two. Championship because there's two, you know, it's division two and division one. So we're still a new team, so to okay. speak. I want to say it was d- 2009. And then that 2021, there was no championship declared that year. So, but if we had to declare it, obviously I'm going to be biased. And I'm going to say it was us. Because well, yeah, FDNY I- went on to, they lost to the Tri State, NYPD beat the daylights out of Tri State, and then FDNY beat uh, new NYPD. Okay. Which, you know, those are, you know, those are the, you know, we us, you know, those are the big teams. We're right there with them. And okay. you know, this year, we're, you know, that's our goal, you know, and, and we wouldn't be a team or, you know, I wouldn't want to be a part of a team if we didn't want, you know, that's our goal to win a national championship. And that's, you know, that's the way it should be. Uh,
0: no, ATD, man. Coach, coach does it, man. Hey, I'm with you, man. Hey, hey, I'm with you. No, you guys are the champs that year. <laughs> <You> yeah. Guys, <laughs> I declare you guys the champs, man. You know, you know, they forfeited. You yeah, know, in my book, they forfeited. So,
1: right. Yeah, yeah they so, don't want to take, you know, go and travel. And they, you know, I, I you know, and you got to respect their decision because right. I think there was also right. talk of there was going to be another round of COVID and they didn't want to get started up. We're traveling. And I they think listen. we might have had one game in 2020. I think one of the, uh teams in Florida possibly played I'm I'm not sure on yeah. that maybe there was no games but yeah that that was the and, uh it
0: look TD all that excuses all that excuses they found out you was coming <laughs> they found you was coming man and you was and, and you was bringing their forces man and and, and they didn't want they didn't want no parts of it they didn't want that smoke you know what I'm saying TD they didn't want that smoke so they gave up they didn't want, they didn't want to play you guys
1: <laughs> I hope so, yeah. what that's what, we'll, that's, what we'll, that's what I'll tell myself. But yeah, I felt yeah, we were okay. You know, that's definitely the best team that year and uh, you know, it was unfortunate, but still it was a great season okay. and just a great way to to get out of 2020 and, you know, and move forward.
0: All right, so speaking of moving forward, 2024, what what hey, don't talk to us, man. What we what we expect, uh, how can if anybody listening want to join in and and, you know how many uh games and what's the practices like and you know they, they talked to us twenty twenty four man what what, what what you expecting man how we how we uh how we handle this
1: well, we'll find out when we we get to the practice, but it looks like we're we're uh, definitely gaining some players or' we're, we're, and that's you know always what we needed is just some depth and we're starting to you know we're getting we'll see where we what type of players we get, but it looks like we're getting some good ones. I know I'm getting, uh, another offensive lineman, which is always good. Hopefully there's a, you know, I can always use another two or three. So hopefully there's a, you know, a couple more coming just, you know, you always can have that depth. And, uh, you know, I know that, you know, guys on the team have done a great job of going out there and recruiting, and it's still not too late. I'm going to throw my number out there. Okay, uh, if, if somebody's interested in, you know, joining a enforcer that's, uh, 219-313-0708. And if they're interested in playing, call me and I'll, you know, get them lined out and we'll, uh, you know, you'll get them part of the team. So we practice at the max when it's uh, cold. Uh, so we're there for the first couple months. We're going to start January 3rd and we practice 11 to one on Wednesday. Then, you know, our practice, uh, you know, they're good. They're, uh, they're move. you know, we keep it uh, exciting. They're, they're intense we keep it moving, you know, but it's fun. So it's, you know, we're a lot of work and we're always moving and, you know, everybody's involved and, you know, that, that's the way you're going to uh, be a productive team, you know, be a competitive team and win championships. So, you know, if anybody's interested come out, but that's how we look. And we're going to have five games this year. So we're going to start off on the 29th of March. We're going to play, uh, the New York department of corrections. They're a, uh, big team, you know, good team, very solid, uh, Tough, very tough, physical, good, good, good team. So that's going to be our first game. And then 13th of April, we go out to Roanoke, Virginia. We play Roanoke and that's another, you know, great team. They uh, won a division two national championship a couple of years and they're division one and they're, they're just, they're gaining uh, steam. Really good team. They're a very good uh, team. So looking, we've never played them before. And so we're looking forward to playing them, you know, another great team. And then we have three home games 27 April. We got LAPD coming out here. We played them okay. last year in Vegas. And, um, you know, great teams, great group of guys. And then 11th of May, we play in Philadelphia. You know, they're back in the league. It's, you know, great to have them back. You know, tough team. Uh, you know, wouldn't expect any more, any less out of a, anything out of the city of Philadelphia. And then June 1st is our big rivalry, the uh, First Responder Bowl. Uh, us against the chicago fire department on june 1st okay. and then if we win out you know uh-huh. we should have enough points it goes by a point system we should be able to uh play in a national championship and we'll, we'll find out who our opponent is then and that would be uh towards the end of june i want to say okay don't yeah. have the date in front of me i should have it but yeah
0: no, 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 no. Hey, man, we're going to get, hey, we, hey, no, this ain't it, TD. This ain't it. We're going to get you back on when you guys get into the, going to the chip, you know. I like
1: that, get yeah. Get you back on going to the I'm June 22nd. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this season, and uh, we, we, we've definitely got a good team, and let's get it rolling.
0: Oh, man, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. Uh, you know, TD, I want to ask you something before we get out of here. I want to ask you something. Now I know you. We we know each other for a long time. Oh yeah. Now when when one of the players mess up, how you get down on them, man? What what do you have them doing? Because I know you. We we like to crack and have fun and joke and laugh. Man, what's the serious TD? How do, how 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 do that sound, man? What do what if somebody mess up on a player, miss a block or whatever? What what do you what you do?
1: So when they come off the sidelines, you know I'll, I'll usually have uh, somebody on a headset. So it'll probably be, uh, you know, Jim Lizansky, and he'll come. Hey, you know, so and so missed the block, or so and so did this. And then what we do is, when they come off the field, you know, we we come right to the bench, and we make sure we got water if it's hot. We got, you know, towels and ice, to put it on, and, and you know, you know, check on the injuries and all that. And I'll just say, hey, you know, here's where you got to. Uh, you missed the block, or you did this. This is, and then we also have a huddle. It's a uh, you know computer app. So that's how we get our game film. And then you break down a film. And that's how we trade film throughout the league. So when we're playing uh, D, uh, New York Department of Corrections, we've already ch- exchanged film with them. And then we watch the film. And that's how we do our scouting. But well, we also have it for the game where I can go back and show them right on film. Hey, this is what you were supposed to do. And I, I just you know I try not to – I'm not one to – I just coach them. You know, I'm not one for yelling. Okay. If, you know, I, if, okay. I, if I do yell – once uh-huh. in a while I will uh go off but you know it's so, you know somebody missed the block it's a mistake you know let let's just you know I, I as a coach I'm gonna make mistakes sometimes as well let's you know let's this is what we're supposed to do let's correct this and you know that's all it is and you know and in the, to the credit these guys are very receptive okay you know no you know sometimes you'll, you'll have players they no I did't it was somebody else well well here it is but you know these, these guys are very uh coachable, very receptive. Okay. Hey, I'll, I'll take care of it. Coach, I'll, you know, I got you. And uh, you know, and that, that takes care of it.
0: Okay. I thought Even when gonna...
1: I was at the high school level, I was, you know, not one for screaming. You know, I think one time and, and three years of coaching high school, you know, in a game it was practice was I yelled at people, but one time in a game I yelled at somebody because they kept doing the same thing over and over and over. And we told them about, it. you know, we had a corner that liked to, you know, running run, a Quarterback would roll out, and he liked to break off the receiver and come down and try to make a tackle. Oh, right, right. right. The Quarterback yeah. is still behind the line of scrimmage and throws right. the ball right over your head to a wide open receiver, and we we're in a tight game. What well, well, happened? I mean, that
0: that, that, and, that just and makes sense. That was sense. for
1: the conference right. championship. Luckily, we were ahead, and he, you know, and I, I told him I'm gonna pull him out, and he grabbed. Him. Come on, coach. No, I'm I'm not. I'm going to get to, you know, it'll never happen again. And, you know, it didn't. And he, you know, came and played tight and we were able to uh, win the game. But, yeah, that I'm just one just to make uh, um, just, you know, corrections on the field. And, you know, again, we're, we're all making mistakes. We only practice some, once a week, sometimes twice a week. Things are going to happen. And then you got, you know, things going on in your life. So you know, these are grown men. So, it, it's right. just, yeah, just make the correction. Uh, at practice, I'm when I drive the voice driven offensive coordinators crazy. I like to, you know, run out there, make you know, as an offensive line coach, we're a different breed. We gotta make the corrections now. We don't have right. time to go and say, Hey, Jules, you you missed this or did that. No, I do it right now. And I get yelled at and I'll tell them to, you know, shut up and let me coach and and we'll we'll take care of this. We're not going back to film. Okay. So don't bother me whether we're gonna make that this is how I am. We're gonna make a correction right now. So, you, again, I like to be in. and uh, One of the things I learned is an encouragement sandwich. It'd be like, hey, Jules, that was a great block way to came, come off the ball, a uh, way to uh, get to that tackle and push him back. Now, next time, come off that block and get up to the linebacker because you had a double team just next time. But that was a great block way to come off. So, I you know, built you up, put a little okay. coaching thing in there, and then built you back up again. So, positive coaching and then another positive, uh, positive coaching sandwich.
0: Man, positive coaching, man, I dig it, man. At first, I thought you was gonna say you have him in front leaning rest or something. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> we'll save that for the, uh, the instructors at the gym. Yeah,
0: I thought you were gonna have him in the line of scrimmage. Give me a front leaning rest on this line. Of scrimmage. Sorry. <laughs> man hey man you know what td man dude we gonna get on out of here man but dude this was one hell of a show man <laughs> we, i i i had fun man we had fun talking to you you know Get your your insights on why you you know why did you join the the department the police uh department you know how your journey of becoming a, a coach and and you know just 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 things uh, that you love to do and how you cope with things man i mean man this is one hell of a show man and again man appreciate you for for coming on today man thank you so oh, much
1: thanks man. for having me i had a great time yeah this, this was fun we could probably do this for another uh three or four hours i had a blast. oh
0: yeah oh yeah most definitely most definitely man but yeah dude thanks again hey coach ducks everybody. Man, thank you again, TD.
1: Thanks for having me out. I, I had a blast, and uh, going enforcers.
0: All right. So there you have it, folks. Thank you for listening. Uh man, you know, Miss Waddy and Holiday will be back for the next episode, but they are always on the ride along with me. So, again, TD and for everybody else in law enforcement, man, be aware, be safe, be alert, but also, also definitely be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, everybody, we we'll talk to you later. Thanks again, T D.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. My pleasure.
0: People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Verbal. If you have any questions, comments, or you just want to vent, hit us up at black at gmail.com. God give me a word long before this. But he's been Cause it's not about them. This is about us. This has nothing to do with the team that's opposing us. This is about us. This ain't got nothing to do with the naysayers, the, the unbelievers, the haters, the doubters. This is about us. When we started this journey, we told you it was gonna be trying, it was gonna be tough, but you endured because it's about us. That man next to you is miracle that man next to you is a believer. That man next to you is a go getter. That man next to you is a dog. That man next to you is somebody who wants this day That man next to you is somebody who believes. That man next to you is somebody that got to have it today. We ain't got tomorrow. We got now. We ain't got next. We got now. We ain't coming no more.